Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. It's Jesse today, and、um, we're here in Italy on the,、um, at an ex. Acts 29 gathering for、uh, all the different church planting families、uh, spread throughout Italy that are either associated with、uh, Acts 29 or Impatto, as it's called here, or, or members of it, partners in it.、Um, and here we have a rainy day, so the,、uh, the excursion we're planning today is not able to happen. We're stuck in our rooms a little bit. Baby Cornelius is here, Jerry, they're kind of laying down, so I'm talking a little lightly. I just want to take a moment here to、uh, share some recent experiences of ours with all of you guys who are listening, all of our supporters. Uh, because these are things that、uh, we feel we really uh, uh, have been encouraged by lately and wanted to just pass it on.、Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, the idea here with the、uh, Acts 29 gathering is simply for that, for the families involved in Italy doing church planting and all the aspects of, what, of that and what that entails.、Uh, a time of refreshment is the idea of this,、uh, these couple days that we spend together here,、uh, which has been so far quite a great blessing. We're able to just、uh, hang loose, unplug for a moment, be with like minded people.、Uh, Sharing our ministries, what's going on, updating each other, praying together,、um, sharing resources, sharing ideas, these kinds of things, and then simply sharing meals、uh, and doing things together. Everyone with their families and their kids and, and all that stuff just gathering. And、uh, so it's really quite a wonderful thing. Usually, most、uh, any kind of meeting we would do would be、uh, pretty rigorous, many kinds of activities and things. This is more of a laid back approach, which is actually quite a good thing.、Um, But anyway,、uh, a couple, couple things we wanted to just pass on lessons that we learned in this season.、Uh, this has、uh, been an interesting season for us, something particular in the sense、uh, we're in a transition period.、Uh, we just moved out of our home in Portanone.、Uh, we're now moving into a new city to begin a new church plant, also establish the, the new mission that we、uh, are, are now starting, a nonprofit in the U.S., and a small mission to get more involvement that would be Practical Missions Cohort. Uh, to get new missionaries on the field,、uh, more church members from the states involved in, in the mission in Italy, what the Lord Jesus is doing here,、uh, and the church planning,、uh, and the disciple making, the evangelizing, the sowing of the gospel, all those different things, leadership training,、uh, and then also training、uh, interns, getting them involved,、uh, and, and benefiting from their experiences and、uh, their God given skills and talents.、Um, so, this transition period where we're in between things,、um, We were doing a move、uh, last week, moving out of our place, putting our stuff into a storage、uh, so we can stay with some friends and then at the same time be, find that just the right place、uh, in the new city so we don't have to move into one place and then a year or two later move into another. We want to kind of find a place that's quite ideal and we're praying for that so we can stay there for you know, anywhere from five to eight years uh, uh, to get this next church uh, established. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind here, I'll read it from what I wrote down here.、Um, That we learned, a lesson that we learned that we want to pass on to you, which is also important.、Uh, there is a way to work hard and get things done, yet not be self dependent.、Uh, so, there's a way to work hard and get things done, and at the same time, not be self dependent. Too often, I believe in missions,、uh, the tendency is to、uh, people don't work hard, which is a real shame. They do a lot of meetings, they do a lot of talking, a lot of sitting around,、uh, but not enough laboring.、Uh, church planting. On the mission field, like Italy, actually requires quite a lot of labor.、Uh, you have to be,、uh, by God's grace, physically strong. You have to eat well, be healthy, and do long hours, do、uh, strenuous work in order to get the gospel out, see people get saved, and make disciples.、Uh, it actually 
there is a lot of hard work involved. But the tendency when you do actually work hard, by God's grace, uh, is then you can have that tendency to become self-dependent, which is no good. We need to always remember that we're entirely dependent on God for strength, for energy, for ability, for skills, for open doors, for everything. Uh, so that's a, that's a thing there that we're, we're mindful of, a lesson we're mindful of in this season. Work hard, but also don't become self-dependent. Always be God-dependent. And uh, it's, it's good to get help, and, it's, and, and God still has people that long to be able to help. Uh, the tendency for missionaries are strong-willed people usually, and they want to do it all on their own. Uh, and it's hard to ask for help. Jeremy and I, we both we had this in common. We don't like to ask for help. We get stuff done. We're able to do stuff, and we don't want to be dependent on other people. But in missions, there's also a certain sense here. We need help. All the missionaries we see in Acts of the Apostles, the, uh, the, the apostles themselves, they all depended on other people for help. Paul often wrote to people, bring me some cloaks, bring me some papers, parchments, bring me this, I need that, your support, help me do this, I'm hoping to get support from you so I can go do that. We're dependent on other people, we have to always be like that. And I was reminded, we were reading uh, uh, the Bible together, Jeremy and I, and I think it was in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, we are reading, and uh, uh, Paul mentioned how the, the people in one town, I think it was Macedonia, were eager to participate in the gospel. These saints were eager to participate and help move the gospel forward by supporting Paul's ministry. And I remember praying out to God and seeing all that we had to do with this recent move and saying, Lord, do you still have any saints that are eager to serve and to help? Because we really need help. Are there still any out there? <laughs> and uh, uh, a particular guy named uh, Gaetano, he came to mind, and I, I talked with him, and and he, he was willing to help me find a storage, and he did. He knew some guys, and he, he got a, a storage place available for us. And uh, then while we were looking at that... My cell phone's making some noises. While we were looking at the storage place, and his battery happened to die, and he doesn't know how to really change it, so I helped him change the battery in his car with an extra one that we happened to have laying around. And he was ex expressing to me how he uh, he prays recently for ways to be able to practically serve, to help out, to do the Lord's work, but he just doesn't know how. And I said, hey, you know what? That's really cool you tell me that, because I was just praying, Lord, do you still have anybody out there, <laughs> any saints that can help out, that are eager to serve? And here was one right in front of me. He was eager to serve. Uh, so which is that's really great. That's really exciting. And after we put in the battery for him, which I just had laying around because I didn't need it anymore, he said, um, what can I give you for the battery? I said, ah, no, I don't want your money. Just take it. We had it extra, and it's good if you can use it. God bless you, friend, you know. I said, but one thing comes to mind, if you want to do anything for us, how about once we move into the new city and begin the new church plant, we make it a thing to come out at least once a month and join us in some kind of activity. Be a testimony. Be a witness there also to the people we're reaching out to and to the new disciples that will be made. And he said, oh, yeah, that's great. I'd love to do that. So praise God for that. There is a way to work hard and get things done, yet still uh, be dependent entirely on God and not become self-dependent. That's the first lesson we learned. Uh, the second one is, uh, the lesson that we learned is, <laughs> this is funny, as I read this, uh, moving is a nightmare. <laughs> There's nothing fun about moving. Uh, but here's the point. It can be done as if for the Lord himself. And this comes from Colossians 3.23. Do all that you do as if you are doing it unto the Lord himself. And these are verses I've known for a long time. I used to apply this uh, when I was working at a, my, my previous job back in the States years ago. And doing my work literally as if unto him. But also in ministry, you need to do your work literally as if unto him. And when it comes to stuff we hate, like moving, there is a way you can actually do your moving as if you're doing it unto Jesus himself also. And uh, in that way, you can actually enjoy, endure with a smile on your face the, the bad parts about missions like moving. Uh, so that's lesson number two that we gain. Moving is a nightmare, but it can be done as a friend of the Lord himself. True for you also, whatever that strenuous activity is in your life, the thing that you just wish you didn't have to do, 
you can do that also, as if you're doing it under the Lord. Third thing, uh, as missionaries, we must not accumulate too much. Uh, this is the third lesson we gain. We, we realize we accumulate a little bit too much, too much just random stuff that we don't need. And if we have it, probably we don't need it. It's time to get rid of it. Uh, uh, there are always others that can use the things you no longer need. Some of the guys helping us had real legitimate needs, or they knew people who really needed stuff, and they were able to take it and get it into the hands of other people. At one point, we had chairs and nowhere to put them. The storage is full. Uh, outdoor chairs, half faded, not really good anymore, but still good. Uh, I put them outside on the corner, next thing you know, but before the end of the night, somebody already claimed them and took them. There's people out there that need stuff. Uh, don't accumulate too much. And that's probably true for most of us, especially if you're not in ministry, you're on the mission field in the States, you're living, uh, you probably got a lot of stuff you, you haven't used in a long time and you probably never will. Just remember, there's a lot of people out there who could probably use it. Be light. Pack light. Uh, that, that's important. Pack light and, and trust God for constant provision. That was the thing we got also out of that. Uh, when you stay light, you just keep what you need. What you need will come to you as you need it. The Lord knows your needs on a regular basis. You don't have to hold on to things and keep them forever. Uh, that battery, for example, I could have kept that until mine died and then used it, but this guy needs it now. Why not give it to him now? And in the future, if you need a battery, trust God for the daily provision. A new battery will come when I need it. Similar to the, the Israelites in the Old Testament, daily manna, just what you need for today, take. Uh, that's a reminder for us as missionaries, but also for all of us, I believe. Trust God for constant provision there. Don't accumulate too much. Uh, at the same time, in that, uh, in that category there, moving reveals how much you have that you really don't need. Uh, if you ever have to move, and I hope you don't, but usually we do all move at some point in life, you find out you got a bunch of junk, you got a bunch of stuff that's just not necessary. Uh, that's another benefit to moving, though. If there is a benefit, it's you find out you got a bunch of stuff that you can give away. Uh, the fourth thing, uh, that we, the lesson that we learned in this season, this interesting period of our life, is that I wrote this, and this may sound funny, but my wife is an amazing woman. <laughs> that's point number four that I realized. Because uh, here we are, we're, um, you know, we got a little baby, it's just us, and we're doing stuff, and, and she's just spectacular to watch as we do everything. It was a lot of work, uh, moving and cleaning the house and everything, but she's got a baby in one hand, cleaning with the other hand, you know, she's kind of juggling something on her foot, flipping it over her head with a smile on her face, singing songs, making the baby happy while doing cleaning and moving, and I did the bulk of the work, but she was very, very helpful and very important, and it's just amazing to see her at work uh, with uh, the grace that is with her to to be a mom, to be a missionary wife, to be church planner wife, all that stuff. Uh, she's phenomenal, and I need to honor her more. That's the one. That's the lesson I gained out of that. And what does that mean for you? I don't know. If, uh, if you're a man and you have a good wife, uh, you should probably find a way to let her know. I'm trying to do that. I buy Jerry special pastries once in a while. You know, I bring them home and uh, try to do little surprises. Uh, but I'm lousy at it. I need to get better. That's the lesson I learned. Uh, she really is great. Number five. This is the last thing that we got from this particular season of our life. We are all just a moment away from being paralyzed. That may sound funny to hear. What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? We're just a moment away from being paralyzed. What, where does that come from? Uh, I actually, uh, after several days of moving, laborious work, had a good day and was just praising God for how he had given me extra strength to get this done. Jeremy and I, we don't have a kitchen table anymore at the time, so we're standing up, eating our dinner. It's 9 o'clock at night. And I just commented, yes, yeah, great, we got a lot done today. I lean over on the counter, I try to stand straight again, and my back popped, something went wrong. I couldn't move anymore. I went straight to bed, hoping that by the morning I'll be better, but through the night it was a disaster. I couldn't even roll over through the night, so much pain, unbelievable. The morning comes around, it's time to get up. We got a big day to finalize things, get the last day to get moved out, clean up and everything. And uh, here I can't even move my legs to get out of the bed. Scary feeling. I had to actually 
take my hands, pick up my legs, and put them on the ground so I could stand up. Really scary feeling. And I remember just laying there in bed thinking, Lord, you do whatever you want. Your ways are not our ways. But please, don't take my legs from me. I got a lot of evangelizing I still need to do. Uh, my heart was moved that way, and that's an act of grace. I'm sure it wasn't me on my own. I wouldn't want that desire. That That's the grace of God, the Spirit in us. And after that, I was able to get up and get moving a little bit. I called a friend. He came over. He was helping us out, doing all the heavy work that day. But little by little, my back loosened up, and I was able to actually press on the rest of the day. But the point in all that is it, it is a reality. Any of us can be paralyzed or even dead at any moment. There's no guarantee uh, that you'll have tomorrow. Which reminds me, do as much as you can today and do it with a good attitude and by His grace because you may not be able to tomorrow. Commit your heart also to evangelize and do it. Don't let evangelism slip away from one of the primary points of your life. You need to be evangelizing. There's so many lost people who have no idea what's going on, what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right in regards to God. And they need people to go to them and evangelize. And most people, unfortunately, are not doing that. But that needs to be our primary task. Actually doing evangelism, committing our heart to it, asking God for help, and then doing it in our own way, but in any way, doing it somehow. Um, but we're all just a moment away from a situation like that. I remember last time back in the States, we met a guy at a wedding, dear friends of ours and partners in the ministry, Practical Missions Cohort. Uh, they're getting married, uh, Jim and Reggie. And, and I remember meeting a friend of theirs there at the wedding, and this guy's on uh, crutches. So I said, hey, what's the deal? What's, uh, why can't you walk? What happened? And he said, yeah, you know, I was a strong guy up until seven years ago. And uh, he was even a bodybuilder, weightlifter, all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, one night, during the night, something popped. And he's since then, it's been seven years, he's no longer able to walk. And now he's extremely hindered in what he can do on in a day-to-day -day life stuff. He's not the man he was before. Uh, so there is no guarantee for tomorrow. If you have today, use it well. Pray to God for strength, for His Spirit to come over you, so you can be about what God is about. The loss getting saved, the cycles getting made, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, commit your heart to that. Do that. And do it today. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. So these are the five things... Uh, we gained in this season. Hope that's an encouraging thing to you guys. We just wanted to share it. Jeremy's here. She's not making any comments because she doesn't want to wake up the baby. Cornelius, he's knocked out over there <laughs> taking a nap. Uh, but again, yeah, there's ways to work hard and get things done, yet not be self-dependent. We don't want to be self-dependent, but we do want to work hard while trusting in God. He has people that can help us. Second thing, moving is terrible, but it can be done under the Lord. Third thing, don't accumulate too much. Pack light and trust God for your constant provision. In the States, we have the tendency, because we're so well off, we accumulate all kinds of stuff. I had problems with this when I was in the States. I had two or three different cars. I had At one point, I had like two motorcycles. One would have been enough, and I could have used the rest to missions. And in the end, God moved my heart, and I did sell everything, and now I'm broke doing missions. But we can get our focuses lost because we have so many possibilities. That's the world telling us we need this and we need that. But really, we need a lot less than we actually need. And we can do a lot more, sometimes with less. Uh, so pack light. That's another thing. Remember your wife. If she's an amazing woman, take care of her. Let her know she's an amazing woman. Show her. Do things for her. Uh, most of us guys are pretty lousy, actually. As I look around, I look at the, even here at this conference, this gathering. Uh, some of those guys were just weird and strange, but our wives are pretty much, they're running the show. They're good. They're good. Wives are super. Uh, women are very important in, in ministry. And the last one is uh, uh, you're only uh, a moment away from perhaps being paralyzed or your life actually being over use today well and to use it well get yourself involved in evangelism and i've been reminded recently evangelism is not for those who have the gift of evangelism only uh, a wise man said uh, uh, 
there's the gift, some people have the spiritual gift of giving. And so they give in special ways. But yet we're all, every Christian on the planet is called to be a giver, giving back to God, giving to the church. Same thing with evangelism. Some are called to evangelize and they'll have better results and they'll do it more often and be driven to have to do it constantly. Uh, but all of us as Christians, as disciples of Jesus Christ, are called to evangelize, just like we're all called to give. Uh, you can be used by God. God wants to use you to get the gospel into the minds and hearts of other people, to see them get saved. Uh, so commit your heart to that uh, today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Hope that's encouraging, guys. God bless you. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, we're thankful for you. Thank you for listening. And uh, keep in touch. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.